0: My name is Peter Squire, and I am the Winnipeg Regional Real Estate Board's Vice President of External Relations and Market Intelligence. Welcome to The Voice, where we invite government and community leaders to discuss topics important to you, our realtor members. It is my pleasure to have the Mayor of Steinbach, Earl Funk, join us today as we discuss how this region is looking to the future in terms of planning, infrastructure, and sustaining a larger population. As well, Troy Workington, City Manager Steinbeck, will offer a few of his insights. So I guess I'll start with you then, Earl. What, in your view, and you can certainly spend a little bit of time here in describing what you think are some of the key ingredients and foundations to what we are seeing uh, through our Really strong MLS performance in Steinbeck and some of those surrounding, uh, you know, that catchment area that you serve.
1: Well, thank you, Peter. I just want to say thank you very much for inviting us onto this podcast and taking a minute to look at, at Steinbeck and, and the growth that we're having in our region. I will start by saying when you have a great community, it's fairly easy. Then you, you just have to do a couple of other things right and things really happen well. But Council has always, always been committed to infrastructure renewal and making sure that infrastructure is there, like uh, water, sewer, even in our commercial industrial park. We are working on a plan now, we're extending uh, one of our roads so we can open up more commercial lots because that seems to be, there's a need for that. And, and we're finding the lot sizes getting bigger, there, you know, two to three acre lots seems to be a very common size for what they need so we're, that's telling us businesses are growing they're moving they're growing they're coming to our community they want to be in a bigger center uh, another thing we we did in in 2018 2019 we put up a new water treatment and supply plant, and that's just to help our community grow we can double the amount of water that we can supply now so we don't have to worry for the next 20 30 40 years we've got water. Whenever you have to put a hold on developing because your infrastructure has to wait to catch up, that's never a good thing for the community. So we've always looked 20, 30 years as council, we look that far ahead so that we make sure that we are putting infrastructure in place that will allow our community to grow. In 2018, we annexed, I think it's 2,700 acres you know for future development just to make sure to protect our city so there'd be there'd be land to grow and the land you talked about that open land that's selling that's part of that now part of that land that's selling and that's developable is land that we took in that a- annexation we got very aggressive developers and one of the things that that is happening in uh, like south of town we've got a developer that took a whole like an 80 acres and what they've done is they've arranged with the credit union for first-time home buyers, they can get in for one percent. That is just taking the the residential sales to a new level, and it's bringing new people into the housing market. And they're coming to Steinbach because it's affordable. The houses are affordable. Something that that council has. Been committed to for years and years. And I've been on council for 11 years now, uh, three years as mayor, eight years as, as a councillor. And one thing we've always done is we've worked very hard to keep our mail rate down. And it's among the lowest in Manitoba. And that definitely does help to bring people to our community, because it's just more affordable. And that is that it's always been so important to council to do that. And now we see that paying off big time also our policies and development agreements our staff get involved we have a great community but then when you add all these other good things it just makes it that much better and it makes it very easy to to grow and you alluded to commercial before and what's happening now is some bigger companies are coming to our community and they're bringing their head office to us and they're like they're building office buildings 220 offices like this is it's huge. When you look at that amount of people that are going to come to our community every day, some will live in our community, but some will live outside the community, but they'll do all their business in the community because they're here now. That is so exciting. That will bring more growth. Amenities, keeping amenities up. In In the past years, we we definitely have focused on recreation, not just the big projects. Yes, we're working on a big Southeast event center, which will have two ice surfaces. It'll have a a flex area, gym, banquet hall, it's gonna be a really, really nice attraction and bring a lot of people to our community. But we also work on the small things for quality of life, outdoor basketball courts, dog parks, neighborhood parks and playgrounds. Those all are they're all part of the entire package, right? When you uh, create an environment that people want to live in, then they come and they tell their friends about it and they have their friends over and then they move to, to our community. And And it's just, that's why our region's growing so much is because we have the vision we have to make sure that we will have infrastructure there, the vision to make sure we've got a place big enough for your business. So if you do move to our community, you can bring your business with you. Do you have anything Dad, Troy?
2: I certainly would agree, having been with the city for uh, several decades and, and seeing previous councils' creation of policy within the city, it's always been a developer-friendly environment. Certainly looking at the long-term picture, trying to focus as much as possible uh, when council looks at its land use policies, there's always a view to looking at what's the what's the bigger picture and what's the long-term goal that the community is trying to achieve and then focusing the uh, the policy development around that uh, as opposed to, uh, to to looking only short-term because obviously uh, as a community and a going concern, uh, that is something that will affect uh, the city of Steinbeck for many years into the future. And, and, and I think uh, having that uh, long-term thinking has, has certainly uh, added uh, to the positive environment that we're seeing within Steinbeck.
0: And this development, maybe you can just share The company itself is offering, like I know we hear these company towns where the companies will help facilitate the provision of of residences. Is is it something like that where we've heard in the States where a company comes to town and they're going to help work, like you said, with SCU to help those first-time buyers? Like it's their special program that they're facilitating to enable those buyers to get in at a cheaper down payment?
1: Actually, it has nothing to do with the company. There are two developers that bought this land. They actually got it annexed into the city of Steinbach. We followed that as council. We supported it. And then what they did is they came up with a template of how they could build these houses. And then they arranged the financing at the credit union. And every house that they sell, they're the co-signer on the mortgage for the first three years. Yes, it's for profit, but they're also doing this to grow the community because they love the community so much and they want to see it grow and they want to see these first-time homeowners get into houses, right? Instead of renting, get them into a house and and then the, this will be their starter home and there'll be a transition home that'll be sold later on. But then there'll be someone else for the starter home. You know, these houses are going to stay there for a long, long, long time. And they see that and they see the benefit in that. I think they're in phase five already. They they built a lot of houses down there just off to where we've, we've annexed that. Like we annexed that in, I think uh, 2016, 2017, around that ring. And now that that development is nearly full because they've been going so hard. The developers did this on their own. They, they arranged this with the credit union. And like I say, they're on the hook for the first three years as a co-signer on every mortgage. And, like, where do you get that? In what community does this happen?
0: Maybe the next piece, which I think you, you covered off well, about what's next. Where are you as a council, a mayor, and working with Troy and your city staff on kind of, okay, we, we've got all these things happening. How do we work within not just Steinbach and the surrounding area to, to continue that momentum and, and, and work with, again, the provincial government, the federal government, because They're all partners in some ways and building, you know, that necessary infrastructure to continue that momentum and work with, again, the provincial government, the federal government, because they're all partners in some ways and building, you know, that necessary infrastructure. Maybe that's the follow-up. What next kind of in terms of your plans?
1: You know, that's a great question. What next actually started a few years ago? So when we did in 2016, 2017, we did a, a growth study. And that led us to our decision to annex land from the arm of Hanover in 2018. And so now that has set us up for the next 50 years of growth, according to our growth study. The thing is, there is so many things happening. And we've been very fortunate as, as council. I think we've gone through our list now and all of our campaign promises have been made. So now it's definitely, now it's time to look at the future. And we are always vision-minded. We're always looking at the future. But I know that we are going to be, uh, this year, at study session in a few weeks, we're going to be committing a lot of time to our future growth, right? And what does that look like? And and where are we going to go? And, and working with the province, uh, for example, we, we work well with the province, actually. We, we love partnering with the province. They've been very, very good to us in this last term, we have received quite a few million dollars uh, for PCH, I think it was $30 million for a PCH expansion. Now they've just announced a hospital expansion, which again will help our entire region because our hospital is regional. So the more services we can do, the better off our people are in the region. Infrastructure, you said partnering with the province, we just received notice that we're getting $4.15 million from the province to partner together to repair, redo the an intersection at Lowen, Lowen Boulevard and Highway 12. And uh, I mean, we're going to widen it so much, it's going to be able to handle the traffic for years to come, because there'll be coming out of the south, there'll be four lanes, two lanes turning and two lanes going straight. And we've needed this for a long time. That's, that's been an intersection that has not worked. But now when, when we start working on it, and we bring it up to the specs that we need for today's day and the future, those are the kind of things that will also draw more people, because we're being proactive in upgrading our infrastructure. And I think that's, that's key. The last thing that I would want to do or anyone on council or even our administration would want to say no, we can't do that because we don't have the volume.
0: In my view, you're you're a bit of a template. We hear a lot about this Winnipeg metropolitan region, which I know you relate to in some ways. I know you're not a formal partner. You hear of how they're planning Winnipeg and the surrounding areas. I think they can look to you as an example, like I'm finding out today. And I'm seeing it, like I said, I'm seeing it on our MLS. Because when I've been out at Steinbach and I've heard about it and I see the numbers and I even talk to your media, you know things are happening and continuing to Progress, right?
1: I would like to uh, just thank our administration and our, our staff, our engineers, because they're constantly taking an inventory of our infrastructure and what needs to be re- renewed next. Another thing that we do, and we only do five year debt. And, and that is really, that has totally helped us working on infrastructure projects and keeping them up to date because there's a short turnaround. On that money, and so then, so let's say you are paying a half million dollar payment, you pay it for five years. On the right. sixth year, you're doing another project now for that half million dollars, right? Because you're you're always retiring debt, and and I think that is something that's always helped us too and kept us in really good standing with our infrastructure is because we're not paying a twenty year debt.
0: You've got a fairly bigger catchment area, right? Like a city. Well, your population isn't as big as maybe some other cities like Brandon, but your catchment area and what you've got happening around there is significant, right? I think that's what people maybe don't understand. And if you start going further south, then obviously then you start melding into the Morden Winkler area in the South Plains. And then you start looking at that whole southeastern Manitoba area that that's always been, you know, heralded for some time now and hasn't changed as that real success story of Manitoba in terms of the economic prosperity that you've brought to the, that area.
1: We're well over 100,000 people that we that we actually serve in our city. I think the last time we looked at it, we're but 116,000 people that we service.
0: Well, anyway, no, I really appreciate you taking time, Mayor Funk and Troy. You know, I think you're going to set an example. My idea at the end of the year is certainly to showcase Steinbeck a bit. When I talk about our record year, I want to bring out your area because like I said, it is going to be a bit of a milestone to see an area get over a thousand. I mean, geographically, it's fairly large, but still, when you think of all the other areas we have throughout our entire region, to me, that's still very significant. And it shows exactly what you're describing, that this isn't an accidental feat. You don't get lucky when you see that kind of activity. That's a lot of hard work and effort and
2: vision. And that's fantastic. And that's where a big part of the credit needs to go to is those community uh, leaders, community builders yeah. okay. who have had that vision because they're the ones who are taking the risks in our community and taking the chances to uh, to put these projects out there. So having seen their, you know, the alignment between Past council, the current council, in wanting to align those policies with you know, the desire of the community to to watch it grow and flourish, uh, it, it's a fantastic partnership, and it's and it's worked extremely well within the city.
0: You couldn't have said it better, Troy. Well, thanks again, both uh, Troy and Mayor Funk for uh, joining me. And this is the, I think, most fun I've had on a podcast because there's just a a lot there to take in. That's why I found it irresistible to want to go out and talk to you guys because not that others aren't doing well, but you really have set a kind of a higher standard in my view of what can be done. I I think it's well-deserved and that'll motivate the others, including in Winnipeg, to do more to, to build their region. Well, thank you very much. Thanks again. Have a great day. I'd also like to thank our listeners for tuning in today. And we look forward to having you back for our next episode.